Why was Elizabeth I a virgin queen? A river pageant marked the beginning of the reign of Queen Elizabeth I in 1559. But it did not seem likely this daughter of scandal would survive long. There was fear in the chill January air as hundreds of barges rowed down the Thames from Whitehall on the first of the four-day coronation ceremonies. The courtiers were dressed in the liveries of scarlet velvet. The young Elizabeth, meanwhile, sat amidst the tapestries of the royal barge, which was being towed forward by a galley of 40 men, pulling on their oars in shirt sleeves. The colour and sound of the spectacle was overwhelming. The brass blast of trumpets and the silvery notes of the flutes competed with the bang and sparkle of fireworks. It reminded an Italian onlooker of the Venetian celebrations of a May festival in which a figure of the Blessed Virgin Mary was married to the sea. But the 25-year-old Elizabeth had no right to the throne under the traditions of royal inheritance. The marriage between her adulterous mother, Anne Boleyn, and Henry VIII was declared void. Elizabeth was, therefore, illegitimate. She was also a woman in an era when men ruled and in a country that was dangerously unstable. That much people knew. But Elizabeth also harboured a secret scandal yet to emerge. I am the historian Leander Delisle, uncovering the Tudors and Stuarts behind the myths. In England, the tradition of a river pageant for a queen's coronation was already old. It dated to the Tudor queen's grandmother, Elizabeth of York. She represented the template that Elizabeth I was expected to follow. In 1486, as the heir to the House of York, the White Rose, she had married Elizabeth I's grandfather, Henry Tudor, from the House of Lancaster and the Red Rose. In doing so, Elizabeth of York helped end the civil strife known as the Wars of the Roses. People believed that only by marriage could Elizabeth I bring peace and security to a country now divided by religion. But at the end of the month, when Parliament issued Elizabeth with a request that she marry, she announced that she would wait and was even content to live and die a virgin. Rumours began that Elizabeth could not enjoy sexual penetration or have children, that she was deformed internally. But then another possible explanation emerged, that Elizabeth was secretly in love with a married man. And the scandal soon broke. On the morning of April 23rd, 1559, the St George's Day celebrations began with a chapter of the Garter at Whitehall. The Order of the Garter was the oldest in Europe and the most distinguished that the Queen could bestow. She chose to grant it to her young master of the horse, Lord Robert Dudley, and her feelings for him were becoming clear. At court, she touched him casually as a lover might and shared private jokes. That night, there was a grand supper, after which the court party took to the river. Thousands thronged on the banks of the Thames, hoping to catch sight of the Queen. A flotilla of boats and barges rowed about Elizabeth, while the night rang with guns firing in salute and the whiz and sparkle of squibs hurled up into the air as the Queen moved from place to place. Lord Robert was close by. The Spanish ambassador reported... It is even said that Her Majesty visits him in his chamber day and night. People talk of this so freely that they go so far to say that his wife has a malady in one of her breasts 
and that the Queen is only waiting for her to die to marry Lord Robert. Robert Dudley's wife, a 27-year-old called Amy Robsart, has been kept away from court, living in country houses. It was at a house near Abingdon that she died the following year. She had not, however, died in her bed of breast cancer or anything else. Amy was found at the bottom of a flight of steps with a broken neck and head injuries. Did she fall or was she pushed? Many were convinced that Robert Dudley had his wife murdered so he could marry the Queen. We don't know what actually happened. It is possible Amy was ill and fainted on the stairs, hitting her head on the stone. Whatever the truth, whether Amy's death was murder or accident, Elizabeth realised if she married a suspected wife-killer, she would be overthrown. As time passed, it became clear to Elizabeth that no marriage would help secure her reign. Quite the opposite. Whoever she chose as a husband would provoke anger in one group or another. If she picked an Englishman, there would be the jealousy of the powerful men she did not choose. If a foreigner, there would be the fear that England would be absorbed into a European empire. Elizabeth spoke often of how her sister Mary's marriage to Philip of Spain had provoked a revolt. In the end, Elizabeth would never marry. In 1578, when Elizabeth was 45, people began to call her the Virgin Queen. The so-called river poets described the fair Silver Thames as now a place for the Queen of Virgins only she, and the nymphs who attended her were compared to swans. Yet people remained reluctant to believe Elizabeth was really a virgin. Mary, Queen of Scots, wrote to warn Elizabeth that the courtier Bess of Hardwick was spreading stories that she was a frustrated nymphomaniac who had sex with many men but was unable to enjoy it normally. In part, the rumours sprang from Elizabeth's refusal to allow her younger royal cousins to wed. She had Lady Catherine and Mary Grey imprisoned for daring to marry secretly. Another cousin... Arbella Stuart, was never allowed to marry at all. Elizabeth feared they would produce the heir she never had. When Elizabeth died on Thursday, March 24, 1603, people still wondered about her sex life. She left instructions that her body was not to be disemboweled, something necessary for it to be preserved until the funeral three weeks later. Ben Johnson, the playwright, teasingly suggested she wished to hide that she had a membrane on her which made her incapable of man, though for her delight she tried many. Such stories have led to many exotic theories. In 1985, a medical historian claimed that Elizabeth had the medical condition testicular feminization, that she was genetically male. Despite Elizabeth's orders, her body was treated for preservation. It was then placed in a simple oak coffin at Richmond and carried onto a black, draped barge for her last journey down the River Thames. A small number of privy councillors and ladies of honour accompanied the coffin. Torches lit the way, while behind followed other barges, filled with pensioners and officers of the royal household. They disembarked at the steps to Whitehall Palace. It was here that Elizabeth's coronation pageant had begun 44 years earlier. She had survived and kept England free of civil war, perhaps because she did not marry. But the scandalous rumours of the life and loves of Queen Elizabeth were never stilled.
You can learn more about Elizabeth I in my biography of the dynasty, Tudor, The Family Story. You are also welcome to contact me via my website, Facebook or Twitter. Oh,